Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 336. I am your host, Jordan Bjorty, and joining me today is the excellent Krista Hoog. Oh, I'm excellent still. Good, good to know. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've, you've reached the pinnacle, my friend. I've, co- I've come a long way, I guess. I, I went from being the unnamed intern to being excellent, so... That's that's it, right? We see all of the listeners have come along for your journey. <laughs> the whole character arc here now. I like it. Yeah. Now you now you're a respected member of the team. <laughs> At first you were the guy we didn't really trust, you know, we, we weren't sure what you were gonna bring to the to the to the table, and now that's how, how how did we ever get along without you? Fair, honest takes to counter some of the hot takes that fly. That's true, yes. <laughs> you gotta someone's someone's gotta raid me in from time to time. <laughs> And the uh, the wonderful, you know, missed from the podcast, editor in chief Brendan Fry. Hello there. It's been a while. It has been a while. You've been busy. I have way too busy. I've, I mean, I feel like you. It's it's probably for the best because uh, if you were on some of the podcasts we've been having, I'd be angry. You, uh, doing badly. I don't know if you'd be angry, but I think you would probably have been disappointed. <laughs> oh, you. I don't know. Just. Done- just with the conversation in general. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, we've been getting really off the rails. A lot of, lot of tangents have been happening. Yes. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't there to yell at you. <laughs> I mean, well, you might have laughed at me, too. It's, it could have gone either way, I think. Speaking of raining in, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's dive right into the news and, uh, and talk about... Uh, you know what? It's... It's such it's it's like doubly sad for me because I was so like ready to get on my like gloaty high horse about it, but then I read more about it and it wasn't what I thought it was. So Google has decided to halt game development for Stadia. I mean, now I thought, who didn't see that coming? Well, I thought initially that that meant that they were shutting down completely, and I was just like, you know, no, say it ain't so, like. But realistically, you know, what it means is basically just that they're not, like, developing anything, like, exclusive for the platform of Stadia. And it seems like they're shifting more towards, uh, like, expanding the platform for third parties. Uh, That's basically them saying, yeah, we don't want to put our own money into this, but someone else wants to. We'll see what happens. It's like, yeah, we we try throwing money at game development, and that alone doesn't make a game. So uh, let's just sell the technology to people instead. That's kind of what they're doing. And also, it's Google gives up on things very quickly just based on how they function as a company. That's not a bad, again, that's not a bad thing. It's just that's how they have kind of a <clears throat> throw things at a wall and see what sticks type mentality. But that does mean that if you invested in bot games, I would feel very cautious about how long they'll last. Yeah, Stadia is, uh, I, 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 I don't know if I, if I could. Say that maybe this is like the writing on the wall for Stadia, yeah, or whether or not that writing has been on the wall since Stadia was, you know, a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't know how how Stadia is still like like surviving today. Like, I don't actually know. I mean, okay, the launch of Cyberpunk it was best on Stadia because it had no load times. As soon as I got a code, I was playing. I was playing in 4K when I first got it, but. I quickly saw that decrease as everyone else was like, what if I went on Stadia 2? And that... Like, <laughs> oh, really? yeah, the, the, the jig was up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Suddenly got uh, less 
fast. Um, but I think it, it, it's getting to be more valuable as a platform. I'm just not 100% sure it's for, or it is as um, advertised, let's say that. Well, I mean, I, I've been skeptical about it from, from the start because it's like, like I said, really? you know, I said. Are you skeptical? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this could be a well, little bit I, I, you know, I look, I look at it and I think like, it's like things, in, I mean, it's a, particularly in the States in yeah. terms of like internet mm -hmm. uh, and like connection speeds really haven't changed. You know, there are certain parts of the, like, there are not even certain parts, there are big parts of the States where internet connection, like internet speeds are just borked. Yeah, um, and it's just like, when you have a platform that's like so highly dependent on, on like internet connection, it's just like, how do you. How do you run it when like, you know, there's such a huge, uh, you know, market that you can't really tap into? Um, like, you know, it's, you know, it's bad when even like, when even Nintendo is saying like, hey, we would love to do cloud gaming, but you know, the, the internet in America is a mess. <laughs> yeah, that really says a lot. If, 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 the, if Nintendo's saying that and they have that figured out, that uh, that says a lot, right? I there. mean, to be fair, Nintendo just figured out online play this generation, so let's not give Nintendo too much credit. Okay, well, <laughs> let's let's not let's not get too too. That, oh my god, that that made me so it made me so annoyed when I was seeing that. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Nintendo, you know, has always been a little backwards when it comes to online connectivity, but it's like it's not like they're hosting like eighty player, you know matches on any single game like you know okay big deal uh splatoon 2 had an unused unused feature that checked for windows 98 you know what frankly i'm glad it did because if someone was running windows 98 they'd be really happy that they could play uh splatoon 2 right now but jordan <laughs> why why not <laughs> that's my question <laughs> Windows 98 was a solid platform. I mean, you know, so a lot of businesses, I think, still use it. No, they don't. They use so, terms. I, don't know. I don't know, Brendan. I, I, I check. Sometimes I look at the computers in my workplace and I see what looks like like a Windows like 2000 desktop. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, it, it was better than Windows 7. That's for sure. There, there uh. are places using DOS-based applications still. I can't confirm that. So... Yeah, really? that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, no, but, but... DOS has been updated. They're not using DOS. They're using a modern DOS that just ensures a stability. It's not actually using DOS. Yeah, <laughs> so that text-based interface, yeah. yeah Run slash C. <laughs> <laughs> Program start. Floppy. Listen. Notes. But you know, but but still, but that but that that I think that just kind of like it's my my whole point is that yeah, like Nintendo, even Nintendo with with their like you know very draconian approach to online, like acknowledges that like cloud based gaming can't really happen in the states. That's fair. They've been doing it in, in Japan, you know, for for a while. I know there's like there's it, been to be fair, they've been doing it in Japan since the NES. There was weird satellite That's things true. you could download part games with, like... Yeah, you know what? Things. That is true, actually. It was weird. Yeah. And Sega had like a that, like, system, too, yeah. SNES TV or whatever it had that had, like, little, like, promo things with Zelda. That's cool. Man, that would have been cool to experience. <laughs> <You're gonna> dial up. <laughs> we miss a lot by not being in Japan when it comes to that type of stuff. 
but uh yeah i yeah, know like the this this is the same company that was using friend codes when everyone else was on xbox live and psn making game tags and having trophies and things like that so oh my god i know you know, so i i i know what you mean there with, with the draconian approach yeah and it's i mean it's still it's i it it's still not the best but i think it's probably i don't know if i'd say better now but it's like at least social media exists so it's kind of easier to share those things well i give you plus now they're they're like they are trying things like uh control is on switch with with the cloud edition so like they're yeah hitman 3 as well oh yeah hitman 3 too now yeah that's right so yeah right so uh, like there was potential for stadia like them being or being able to play cyberpunk when no one else was online at least uh kind of kind of vouches for the strength of it but I think Stadia's key is it allows uh, people that don't have necessarily the biggest console, the biggest machine, to still play modern games. I think that's where its beauty lies. And I think part of that comes from the fact that Google also makes the Chromebook, which no ability to run anything beyond like Word. Now, even then, it only can use web-based things, so Google Documents. Yeah, you know, I think there is a, there is a lot to say for that. Um... You know, just and just like I just like I was saying before, like really, like really, like you know, aside from that, it's just it's really just like how how solid your internet provider is going to be, and with so many you know places, you know, particularly in the states that just have this like monopolistic empire, you know, of of yeah. internet control. Like, who knows whether or not that's going to get better anytime soon? Um, hopefully, now that IG Pi is gone, I we mean, might see. we'll see we'll see uh but i don't know it's uh i i I, i'm still i'm still reeling over over the death of uh google play music so oh that just happened like Like, it was like the last like few months isn't it yeah it's just like what a thing to shut down (laughs) you know if 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 there's no hope for google play music do you really think there's hope for google stadia let's be honest with ourselves that's true that's a good point yeah so I figure, oh, let's just we'll buy see. Spotify instead. Screw it. Yeah, let's all pull together, pump the stock. <laughs> oh God, stonks! Oh, get in those, yeah, get in those hot Spotify stonks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, moving on. Um, we received the news that Gearbox, the prolific developers of Borderlands, and that's about it. Um. <laughs> And final publisher, final publisher of Duke Nukem Forever. Let's not forget. Oh God, yeah, can't forget that. Oh, and who could forget Aliens Isolation? <laughs> oh no, not well, not Isolation. What was it Colonial Marines? Colonial Marines. That's Isolation it. was the good one. <laughs> Isolation was the one made by Creative Assembly and Sega. Yeah, yeah. Still so weird to me. I don't know. <laughs> Colonial Marines was supposed to be the spiritual successor to the movies, if you remember. That's the true sequel to Aliens Two. Yeah. That was one of those games where, like, I saw it at E3. Oh, I saw it at E3 like two years where they were still showing off the Wii U with the um, Wii U console as like your um, detector device, mm-hmm. and that looked really cool. And that game, like, like hey, I'm I'm down. I see what Randy and Randy Tinch actually did the uh, pitch for that one. Yeah. And then the actual game came out. I'm like, wow, this is literally nothing like the thing they showed off. 
I think I think the funniest part about it was what Randy Pitchford said that the Wii U version was going to be the best version of the game. I mean, Randy Pitchford says a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, Gearbox a lot of things. He does, he does, and he does magic, which is. Weird. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> <Just> that. weird. <laughs> um, Gearbox has merged with uh, the Embracer Group. What so, do they do? Uh, they basically own um, like TH Nordic and Saber Interactive and also everything. Uh, they own everything. a lot. It's the new THQ, yeah, a lot. It's the new THQ conglomerate thing. Yeah, yeah. There's, okay. there's there's fingers on a lot of pies across the the industry. Surprisingly, that's they they started making like weird kids games. Isn't that really weird? I mean. It's I I don't know. It's no more weird than anything else in this game industry. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it is a wild time. Fair. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, I mean, like it, THQ could make kids games, and, and Nintendo makes Bayonetta. So, like, but I mean, that's where t- the the new THQ, which was Nordic Games, started. It was a bunch of weird, like Penguin games. It looked really strange. Was and it Club it, Penguin? Were they making was, Club Penguin? <laughs> Disney on Club Penguin. Oh, that's right, they did. <laughs> and they're like, "What if we just the, don't do this anymore? This is a bad idea." The, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the 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 legendary Club Penguin. Yeah, people were really upset when that shut down. Yeah, that was like a, there's a great outcry for that. Yeah, yeah, it was all kinds of weird. So uh, apparently, they, I, I believe they, uh, they, it was part of a three hundred and sixty-three million dollar deal. That added them to the uh, the entire like conglomerate. Now, um, I mean, Randy Pitchford seems to think that this is going to be a, a a big boost for Gearbox. Well, it's a big boost in cash flow, I guess, makes uh, makes a lot of things easier. And I mean, he's good. He's going to be the one that is going to enjoy most of that. So, yeah, so I was going to say, like, was was Gearbox ever really hurting for cash? Yes. Plus, plus they still get to keep their connections with uh, with two K games, published Borderlands, and everything like that. So this mm-hmm. is just pure upside for them and and take two i think as well mm-hmm. yeah i mean so that's 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 cool <laughs> i mean it's a thing good to see that the uh that the you know the industry machine is still turning as as uh as intended uh, it's i don't know man it's like it's it's is it troubling that like it seems like like so much of of the game industry is kind of getting like monopolized as well like they're factionizing yeah. at least like there's there's definitely some lines being drawn in the sand it feels like they're building up to like a turf war or something i mean it had to happen eventually yeah i don't know it's uh it's weird because like between this and like 10 cent owning like a ton of like studios literally and, like, everything 10 cents owns literally yeah literally everything <laughs> <laughs> like it's just uh, i don't know man speaking of fingers and pies yeah 10 cent <laughs> this is uh i don't know it's, it's it's troubling but you know it's uh hopefully it's you know it means good it's it means uh, good things on the horizon for the people who actually you know matter within uh mm. gearbox namely the developers right like right. if they can if they can uh afford to you know continue having jobs then i i, I guess i'm neutral about all this <laughs> that's fair <laughs> this is that businessy stuff that like I don't know it's uh it's hard for me to have you know super high opinions of because it's just like oh well more 
more you know partnerships and ownerships eh? more money for for another eccentric millionaire yeah yeah he's one of well, the weirder ones isn't he <laughs> he's oh my god strange man we could we could do a whole a whole podcast <laughs> no, wasn't, wasn't he the one who was trying to fight somebody or was accused of actually physically assaulting somebody a few years back uh yeah i I think it was um it was a voice actor i don't i don't want i don't want to say it was oh it was oh my god um i don't want to say it was troy baker wasn't it someone else no it was the guy who did the voice of claptrap yeah it was a claptrap guy he was one of the employees of and yeah he said that he like accosted him in like a hotel like lobby yeah like apparently like he didn't he didn't pay him like for all this like voice work that he did and he wanted to be in the new game but he didn't want to pay him yeah, and then and then like he got into an into an altercation apparently. Oh yeah, that was all kind of weird. I mean, lest lest we forget the uh, the hard drive that was left at medieval times. But also, why? That's the biggest question. <laughs> why? I mean, that's not even the worst part. That's <laughs> oh. not even the worst part about it. They left it full of uh, it was company secrets and porn. On that thing, <laughs> all the essentials, you know, <laughs> like never leave home without the classified company documents and your specific library. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old Randy's always keeping things interesting. At least <laughs> he's such a strange man. I know. How does it's so weird? You know, it's like he's literally like he's honestly like a comic book like villain. Like he's just this weird eccentric, you know, millionaire company owner doing all this like crazy stuff. He's a, he's a crazy person. Like, oh my I god! Mean, it's he. He appears as a, let's go with non-libelous statements. He appears as a crazy person. Yeah, he does. He appears as such. Allegedly. Disclaimer, allegedly. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, but, God. Yeah, he's, a, he's an odd man. But also, that hard drive... Why, also, why was he carrying around a portable hard drive filled with porn? Like, well, if he thought it was really magical that a girl could do that, why? Yeah. Just why? Well, you know, because he's a magician, and he thought he was going to work that into his act. No. There's no excuse. I mean... <laughs> Well, allegedly, allegedly. No, that actually happened. The hard drive actually yeah. happened. That's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> oh, this industry. Well, it's I mean, never... it's, it, it, it has been a while since Yui Bowl got us got up to so high. Yeah. Sorry. Let, let me do that again. My stutter got in the way there. Yeah. It has been a while since Yui Bowl got into some hijinks. So, I mean, someone had to kind of fill that void. Does he even do video yeah. game stuff anymore? I don't think so. I think oh. you know after your like nineteenth flop, twentieth. Um, uh, German, the Germans um, uh, closed up that loophole. So yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, what, and what, Chris? Your your twentieth critic that you knocked out in a boxing match? I was going to ask your twentieth boxing fight challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure how, how many people actually fought him in the end? I think I think like I, one or two people actually did. Some journalists. Yeah. And he like beat the shit out of them. What's yeah, funny now is that he's listed as a restaurateur now, so I uh, guess he's you know, what is he? Oh, oh, good for him. He landed on his feet. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. I'm sure you know. I'm sure he'll he'll fight any critic who goes into his restaurant. Also, <laughs> you evil. Uh, and now he has. Let's make it happen. 
and now he has access to knives so it's uh that sounds worse it's, it's equally troubling <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god all right do we have anything else news wise to talk about <laughs> i mean I'm, sh- I'm sure lane would be happy that uh, the medium broke even okay i want to quickly just touch on the- i want to know like <laughs> okay, okay. you want to talk about this <laughs> Yeah, I really do, because I just... I mean, okay, maybe stop here. Are you here to back up Lane's claims? Oh, my God. Um, that the medium is, is, a, is a subpar game? Okay. Let me, let me take a second here. I hope, Brennan, I hope you're ready to get a thrashing from the internet. I mean, we got, like, some, someone found a weird, like, comment system we set up for, like, uh, suggestions that I don't think we're linking to anymore and found it and then commented on it how we were paid by Sony to make the medium look bad. (laughs) On a weird form that is not connected to anything we do anymore, but they found it and commented on it. That takes dedication. That's the power of the medium. (laughs) Yeah. That is... I'm impressed. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no... Hats off. But anyways, my points. Um, I think the world they created was brilliant. I think the concepts they have in play are striking. I just don't think it's very fun. No, and you know what? We were talking about this last week too, because it was. I think it was sort of the same thing. Like I, I, I said the same thing, kind of about layers of fear too, yeah. right? Like I, that, I, like I enjoyed layers of fear because it was a. You could finish the game in like an hour and a half, and it was like, ah, it's like let's go. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't torturous. It didn't eat up your whole day. That's the best thing you could say about it. No, I mean, like the, okay, the first mo, like the first of that part of that game was good. Then they got to the end part. We were going through that last section, and just kind of like, nope, I get it. Yeah, he's really crazy. Cool. Let's, let's yeah. Nope, I got it. Cool. Yeah, it's gonna keep going. Yeah, no, it just it it it, it kind of had one beat and it just stuck to it the entire time. And, and it's like just, yeah, like you know, moved on from that. It would have been really interesting. I just think it it lingered on it too long. And it yeah, and you know, and that's that's kind of what we were saying last week too. Is that like you know, like like layers of fear too. Like it had a good idea. Like I you know the, the I even like I you know. I always thought, despite the fact that I thought that it was a really bad game, um, like the, the the concept of right. like, you know, this kind of like these like haunted paintings and this weird like sort of like artistic like, you know, um, dissension into madness kind of thing. Like, that's a really good idea. But like, Blooper Team, Blooper Team didn't really, you know, do anything spectacular with it. Like, like... Right. It, like and I think that like that's that's kind of the thing, um, you know. Even even Blair Witch, I think too. Like it, you know, it had good ideas, but it's just not a very good game. And I think like that's it's I this mean, weird. I, thing. I would argue in Blair Witch, the Blair Witch, the game, I think, um, was okay. I think it had some really good ideas. I think again, it lingered on the things it did well. It lingered too much on. Like if they did a few things, it kind of peppered them through and didn't make it so you had like sections that were like i'm just walking through the woods aimlessly for 20 minutes I'm like i don't i don't need to do that that's not fun for anyone it's clearly a way to make the the pad the runtime a bit to make it feel like a bigger experience than it actually okay. is you know what that's that's fair actually i, I I'll, I'll go so far to say as out of, out of all the stuff that they've done so far blair which is probably like the strongest game they made um, but that being said i think the medium is legitimately good when it works like it legitimately creates a a great world it creates a 
dark, foreboding atmosphere. And I wanted to know more about the characters, but also uh, the storyline just kind of fell apart at a point. I'm like, what? What's okay? <laughs> That's breaking all the rules you set up in the first half. Why? <laughs> because ghosts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. So yeah, was, a ghost was, did it. And it was a buggy on. Uh, it, 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 sorry, I was fucking stuttered today. And was it buggy on your end as well, or because because like oh, problems with it? I had some parts where the screen because when whenever it did the dual screen thing, I had some GPU artifacting which made one of the one of the screens like you had like the two the duals thing. One of them was glitching out with green lines through their faces as if the GPU was failing, and the other one was just all kinds of fine. Then it go back to regular, it'd be fine. Or if I switch between, like, it only showed one view or the other, it'd be fine. It was like the ray tracing was failing. Yeah. And it was real weird. <laughs> you you looked over and a person's just a broken JPEG. <laughs> it was very strange. So um, what's going on? <laughs> that part was not good. Uh, but I don't actually think it was broken. I think it was just, maybe it came out a little too early and they did push it quite a few times. It's also the biggest game this team has ever done. And even that's a, mm-hmm. a part at the end of the game where it's like, hey, this is the biggest game we've ever done. Uh, maybe let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your voice. <laughs> Please be kind. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was meant for um, journalists or what, because it, the game's not out yet. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah who was that <laughs> meant for? But, but one thing I do want to mention, though, is they're trying they are trying to build a game that's much more complex, much more intricate, but still relying on tricks they did from their when they're doing indie games. You had um, when you're when you're looking around a world, you're like, okay, I need to find this one thing. So you had to look around for the one point in the world where a little prompt would come up and you could interact with it. Like adventure games from the nineties, just so you get a weird mm-hmm. little device so you can actually finish that segment. And I'm like, but they had all this stuff stuff around the world, like little um flavor so you could walk over like a, a skip um, a hopscotch thing and you'd see all this ghost stuff and i'm like is this part of where the finding this like cranked open this door is no this is just flavor so i was just like wandering in a completely different direction looking for the thing i was supposed to look for when it was like next to a car at the beginning of the level that i didn't even see yeah cool <laughs> so they spent so much time working on the um flavor they missed a bit of what is important for that aspect of the game. Yeah, sounds like they really need to be doing more like art, like more art house type style projects or like VR even. Like they, they sound like yeah. they'd be right at the alley for that. Exactly. Or even maybe stuff that's just maybe like like smaller in terms of like scope, right? Because it kind of seems like that's it's it it seems like it's like this like something that we you know you know we've we've touched on just now like. That, you know, it's a running theme with some of their games. That it's just like they have these really good ideas, but then, you know, they the, uh, certain certain elements of the gameplay just don't, you know, don't live up to those ideas because, you know, it's like they keep yeah. kind of like padding the runtime or just doing things that don't really like work properly, right? Like, it seems like maybe if they, if they just tightened up what they wanted to do, maybe made smaller, more like contained experiences, then they could actually like create these really great, like, ex- you know, like games that actually work with all the ideas they're trying to explore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do want to touch on one thing. If we had, did you touch on the um, Ninja Theory shutting down um, that uh, their shooter last week? 
Uh, no. no, we didn't. We should probably bring that up just because I, it, it kind of triggers back into what we're talking about with uh, the medium. Just the fact that it was outside their comfort zone. It was a game that in, on paper sounded really cool. Uh, but uh, what was it called? Um, what was that game called? Uh, Bleeding Edge. Um, Bleeding Edge. Bleeding Edge, yeah. Uh, it was a game that sounded really cool on paper. But when you actually delved into it and looked into what that all meant... It just wasn't fun for anyone. No, was it? Was like, did it actually? Did it actually come out, or was it like oh, yeah, still in development? It, in it, the... it came out because, like, yeah, because I, what that? I don't even. It was on. It was free if you got Xbox Ultimate or, or Game Pass, or it was like a thirty dollars game. I think is what it cost. It wasn't overly expensive. Oh, I think I might have seen some stuff about Blit. Wasn't this like the kind? It was kind of like trying to be Overwatch. It was Overwatch mixed with kind of a MOBA thing, and you had different thing, uh, different abilities, and you had these like special, like ultimate abilities. Basically, means you won. It was mm-hmm. it was odd. It it had a lot of ideas that seemed like they were we we need to do something different, or we're going to be an Overwatch clone. So they did something different just to be an Overwatch clone. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that yeah, again. I guess, yeah, and that that definitely yeah, it can it could it can certainly work you know against your yourself right if you if yeah. you try too hard to lean in the other direction of like just like trying to like you know establish your game as something that's different and it's not like anything you know that that exists out there exactly. but you know you have all these ideas that aren't coalescing in the same way yeah yeah well yeah no that's a shame when did that happen I feel like that was like was, late that last week on... or early this week. Kari's piece was, that, was, was the January twenty ninth. Okay, yeah. So, so it was Friday. Yeah. So yeah. we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. So you know, it it's one of those things where it's like I you know I get no joy truly from like kind of like crapping on Bloober Team as much as I do because like like I said like you know you can see where they have a lot of good creative ideas. I just kind of wish they would just make better games. I think and I think I I talked about it last week a little bit too. I think Layers of Fear just pissed me off the most because so many people were comparing it to pt and then i played it and i was like this this is not even close yeah <laughs> how dare how dare you <laughs> well actually well, i went into like go ahead uh, no I, I went into that game when i played it like expecting i'm like okay like this people are saying this is like pt so i'm gonna get something that's like really you know really good out of this and just like what yeah. it was i was like you know you fiends. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I'm going to just say, uh, the Layers of Fear was fine. It had some really good ideas and some really interesting concepts, but I feel that the studio is, it doesn't it doesn't know when to say, we're done. We're good. This is good enough. We're, we, this game is, it's only three hours long. That's fine. Whereas they always, they're like, what if we had another long segment where you walk straight yeah. for 30 minutes and just get <laughs> an idea of the struggle? I'm like I don't I don't want to do that. No one wants to do I mean, that. You could always look at so many paintings and turn around for cheap jump scares until it's kind of yeah. like, all right, what else you got? Yeah, <laughs> kind of sounds like that like, uh, broken porcelain game from last fall. Oh, what was that one? Oh, oh yeah, God. that was uh, broken <laughs> porcelain. Your mother, oh, yeah, God. broken porcelain. Bro, bro, I mean they they nailed it in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that was a rough one. Um, and, and, and yeah well but but you know that it's it's weird like it's i don't know if i would compare the two necessarily just because like even the first remothered game um 
like I, I talked about it in my when I did my review of it. Uh, yeah. I I think I ex- I definitely experienced the worst version of it because I played the Switch version, and you know you know I'll defend the Switch to the day I die. But you know that rough that was a rough rough port. Um, right. But everything I saw about the first remothered, you know, on like PC and on and you know and on like PS4 and stuff, like it looked it looked pretty good. Like it wasn't a bad game, you know, it had, you know, it, it was kind of like a good callback to that old, like, you know, Resident Evil two kind of like, you know, running around a, a spooky place by like being chased by someone constantly. Right, right. Um, but re- uh, broken porcelain again, they, they tried to do the same thing and it's just, it was a mess of a mm. video game. <laughs> just came like, it's not, it's, it's not like to me, like too many uh, set pieces and not enough bug testing and like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of that. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of like QTEs, but it, yeah, it was just it was just broken. So now That's here's literally here's another throwback to last week. This came to me. What if Konami uh, kind of subcontracted Blooper Team to work on a new Silent Hill? I mean, I I would, they're, they're clearly trying to myself. make Silent Hill. <laughs> they're clearly trying to make Silent Hill, especially with um, especially with the medium. Um, they're they're a Polish based studio, I want to say. And, yeah. Um, yeah. They, they're, especially in the medium, you could see they're drawing from that Eastern European kind of angst that was from the Cold War, and they're really kind of pushing that into this game. So I could see them using that same kind of angst into a um, into a uh, Silent Hill game. But then again, you also had the Eastern European Czech team that did uh, Downpour, and that was a game. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly game. was. Yeah, that was the PSP one, right? No, that w- PSP was. Uh, something book. Uh, book, uh, book of uh, book of memories. No, no, that was the. I forget what that was, but either way, no, it wasn't the PS game. P game. It was the one. It was the PS3, uh, Xbox 360 game. It was the one about the convict. Oh, okay. The only one I remember on Xbox uh, 360 was Shattered Memories. Shattered Memories was good. Like Shattered Memories was legitimately good. Wait. Was it Shattered? That, no, that was the PSP Wii game. Yeah, no, Shattered, no, Shattered, no, Shattered Memories actually actually was surprisingly good. What was the one on um, Homecoming? That was the one on. Yeah, uh, that was on, that was rough. That one was. Oh yeah, that was a weird one. Um, <laughs> well, because and, and this is the the, the interesting the the, the the thing that I like, like I was saying, like uh, you know, and, and kind of kind of goes back to what uh, what Lane was saying too about like you know the way that they they trying to emulate. Um, silent hill in that way like because you could see like where they kind of understood like concepts like that because i remember even um in uh in the blair witch they kind of had things like that right where you know you had that you know your your ex-wife or whatever or your like estranged wife was like calling you and texting you and if you like weren't checking the phone and like responding to, to the texts like it would start kind of like devolving and like getting progressively worse and it would affect the ending in that way. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it seemed like they kind of understood even those, like those little like silent Hill two things where like, you know, if you look at the, a, an item a certain number of times, it'll affect the ending. Like they kind of get it, but it just, it just, it, you know, they're, they, you know, they, they, they trip up a little bit on the execution. Yeah, I could see that. So I don't know. <laughs> Good old medium. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, as I said, did not hate it. It's fine. I just, I feel they could do more with it. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, maybe they, they, they do some patchwork on it and, and it, it gets to be a bit of a stronger game to, to where it is. Um, 
Yeah, bug, but, bug fixes know, at least seem to be one of the biggest factors with it. So, yeah. Uh, and, horror, and, horror is a tricky is a tricky genre, man. Like it's there's it's, a, there's, it's very easy to mess it up. And, yeah, and, and it's very subjective to different people too. Like there's certain things will terrify people in ways that other people just won't be affected. So yeah, horror is a hard, yeah, that's horror true. Is a hard genre to work in. Like let's be clear, yeah. it's not easy for anyone. And I don't envy the team working on it because I, I know it is a difficult thing to do and a difficult thing to really kind of make work. Um, yeah, but that being said, I feel that. Oh, yeah, because you know, some people will say that you know, Five Nights at Freddy's is like the scariest game ever made, and then you know, other people will. I know a lot of people too who who think that PT like isn't like isn't really scary and it's not interesting and it's not I like find, I didn't find PT scary, but I thought it was engaging, and it's something that it's that balance. Also, Japanese horror is a very unique blend of horror. That yeah, <laughs> that is very and, true push things in a way that are more more visceral in a way but also more cerebral at the same time whereas western horror is more about you know gore gore and like yeah just the obvious that thing is about to kill me and that's scary because the giant thing yeah well it's I'm, very, I'm very excited uh i think what is it sometime sometime this year there's the uh the adult swim uzumaki anime that's coming out oh, and that's it's, it, like it oh my god brendan if you haven't seen the trailer for it like it's like the way they like it looks like it's like literally like like ito's work is just like coming right off the page like it's really beautifully animated huh. there's not a very long trailer for it that they put out but it's just like already you just so you can like you can get the sense of like just like how bizarre this is it's, it's all it's like it's all black and white it all just looks like line work like it's just so so like nice looking really huh and that's another one that's a really weird like existential like horror manga oh i mean i i saw his other anime they did an anime of um uh most of his other stuff like the shorter stuff and it just never yeah they did like a big collection i saw yeah it wasn't great because it didn't I, I capture the like essence or the kind of the depth of his work but no but yeah and that's and that's I, I, and i think that's a that's a tricky one too i think because i think uh, you know the way i think a lot of the way that um um junji ito's like you know work is is designed i think specifically to be read yeah so there's just just the way you're experiencing it is a lot is a lot different and like if you kind of just try to translate that to an anime it doesn't work necessarily the same um I don't know, but you know what? This this one looks really good. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Speaking of uh, oh. existential horror, uh, GameStop mm-hmm. stock. I'm just checking that out now. Follow up from last week again. It's now down to sixty nine point nine seven as of this moment. So, I mean, it's still way more than it's worth. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it started the month out at around uh, seventeen point twenty five. So, I mean, I mean, I expected like four because you know that company's collapsing. Listen, Brendan, it's worth it's worth its weight in Funko Pops, okay? <laughs> oh yeah, that's all it does now. It's all it does. <laughs> I don't you know, I thought it was weird because I was I was having this this conversation with my sister, like why it it just it's it's um it seems like GameStop and even like EB Games is sort of like on the downward slide because it's like it's like every time I go to an EB, it's company. like it's uh yeah 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 I just I I I wanted to differentiate specifically for like Canadian listeners. Um, okay. But like 
it was so it means like every time you go to like a like you know every time i go to eb like i mean before the pandemic like it was always like jammed with people and i know it's like you know this gross store now that's just more hot topic than it is like video game store but it's like it's never like there weren't people and there's never like they weren't like especially even around the holidays like there was always like just lines of people like getting stuff right so it's kind of just like even even if even if they shifted their priority away from uh like video games to you know like more like merchandise stuff right it's just like it, it seems like people were always in there buying stuff. So it's like, I, I just, I don't I, I never, I never fully understood why their stock was doing so bad. Like, I know that there is a shit, like, you know, there, there, just in terms of like the market itself, there has been a, a, a greater shift towards like digital sales. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these stores haven't necessarily um like adapted, you know, in a good way, but like, I don't know. It just it, it always seemed very weird to me. I was just like, is EB really doing that bad? Well, I mean, I mean, that, that's the Canadian great. perspective too, right? Like maybe it's different than with GameStop stores in the states. Like I, I kind of have the same experience. Like I don't think I'm ever in a game or in an EB alone. Like uh, like I'm never the lonely, the only customer. No, that's what I mean. It's uh, it's a strange one, but um, you know. Who knows what will come of this? I mean, I thought I, I think I think the whole the whole idea was, you know, whether or not this was going to like, you know, shed some light on the on the on how broken the stock market was. Well, but I sh- feel like it's been broken for a long time. It shed light doesn't mean things will change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's like now. Well, we, you know. now we know the monster standing in the corner of the room, but, you know, he turned the flashlight off. It's still there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just, just, just just smiling at you. <laughs> <laughs> well um let's uh let's get away from the news a little bit and let's talk some uh, some video games uh because i started playing uh cyber shadow oh which how is that I was very oh my god um i'm not super duper far in i've only been playing it for a little i'm only like maybe like two three levels in okay um i mean was shovel knight a really good game yes well, there you go. <laughs> um, it, yeah, no, it's 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 so like tightly designed. Um, it's like it it really does feel like you know the the same way that like Shovel Knight um, was this this great like amalgam of all these really good ideas from different mm-hmm. games. Um, I'm like already playing it. I'm getting like these these really good vibes of like you know it's it's a little Ninja Gaiden, but it's kind of Castlevania, but it's kind of Mega Man. Like it just it just it's so like it's so intense at like every moment. Um, atmosphere is great. It has this really good uh, like like you know techno punk dystopian sort of like landscape, and you can even just the way like you know the like even like in like the, the, the sort of like the pixel art and like the background details. You get this really good sense of this, like just this, like you know, like dystopian future setting that, like it, you know, it's 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 also and it's backed by this so like again like three levels deep and it's like the the soundtrack is unbelievable. Really? Um, okay. Oh, it's so yeah. No, already, I'm like I'm in love with it, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I just hope I so I you know initially I'm, I'm I feel like maybe um, it's it 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 feels a little restrictive, I think in terms of like, like movement and, you right. know, sort of like, like abilities, you know, cause you like, there's no duck feature. Like you can't like, um, and it's just like the way, I don't know, the way you sort of move around feels weird, but I think 
Uh, I think that that will change, obviously, because I'm pretty sure I saw like, you know, even like early like trailer footage of it that showed like you do get a wider range of abilities. So I think I, that, that just might, might, might just be a thing where, um you know, because I'm like, I'm not super d- deep into it. Like I haven't got everything yet. Um, and it seems like I'm getting some some form of currency that I haven't seen like where I get to spend that yet. Okay. Um, it looks like it's it, yeah. It, it definitely looks like it, you know. There's it, it definitely looks like it's doing sort of like a like a Metroid or like even like more like more specifically probably Mega Man thing where like there are certain certain bits of levels where like you know certain parts of it are kind of locked off. Um, so it's like it's it it it's it's gonna like you know encourage you to go back to levels with with new abilities and and find like different paths and stuff. Hmm. So. I mean, I'm I'm already I'm already really into it. I mean, I just I just finished the Messenger a few a few uh, mm-hmm. like a week ago, and that was another one too. Just like such a good such a good idea behind it. Um, but uh, aside from that, um, I think I could talk a little bit about uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Okay, right. those hot details, yeah. Oh, I can give you some some <laughs> details. I can give you all the hot details, but I can give you some. Um, it's fine. Right. <laughs> this is fine. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's it's what I mean. Like, it's, you know, it's it, 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 if you liked Mario 3D World when it came out on the Wii U, um, you'll probably like this. Um, I was never a big fan of Mario 3D World. Uh, I always thought it was probably the most forgettable of the Mario games. I mean, next next to maybe like uh, Super Mario, th- our new Super Mario Brothers two on the 3DS, mm-hmm. um, but that one I think is more forgettable just because it's designed too deeply around coin collection. Oh, and very gimmicky that one. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just it's it's just like there's just no bite to it at all. It's just like here's a billion coins all the time, and every level is designed to just give you like a a trillion coins all the time weird um yeah i don't know why they leaned so hard into that whole like idea of like coin collection and there was even like a thing where like you know it like it had like not online functionality but like online connectivity where like it would tell you this like global score of like coin collection that people like I, i don't know it was so so toothless um it brought back the raccoon suit though so everyone was happy about that um Weird. you know because as long as people are doing uh you know mario 3 stuff people will be happy um bring back the cape already guys come on yeah i wish they would bring back the cape actually that was the only time that like super mario felt super he had a cape hmm. um but yeah i know so so you know 3d world it's 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 pretty much the same game like top to bottom okay. um the uh the Bowser's fear, which which is actually you know it's it's a bit bothersome to me too because like you know like we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast uh, and this is something that 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 has been true since the Wii U version. Um, I've I've always hated the controls in 3D World. I don't know why they just they feel so like off. It's just it like jumping is very floaty and weird and like running around is very like slippery. There's this weird like. You know, there's this weird thing where, like, I don't know why they brought it back because um, it's a 3D game, but, like, you, you still have to hold a button to run. Really? Um, 
and when you do like it's like it 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 does this weird thing where it's like you it it doesn't have like a like a uh, like a proper like a build up of momentum it's just sort of like you hold the button down you move at like normal speed for a second and then just just like boost into like full speed so like it it a lot of times what will happen at least this is what i've noticed it, it it bothers me like that like you know if you're trying to do like jumps and stuff like sometimes you'll boost like at the moment of a jump and it shifts the momentum completely and you're just like completely miss the jump okay um so you know and and that's what i mean like it's 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 the one mario game that i've played where i can't seem to like land on platforms or hit blocks and i'm just like i know i'm good at mario like i can do so much in odyssey i've gotten to some of those weird spots you know on the maps where like you know you shouldn't be able to get to for like the balloon uh mini game and like but for some reason i can't seem to land on a platform in 3d world um and even like i went back and played Od- odyssey just like just to to compare and it's like no it's like you know like odyssey feels so much better to control than than 3d world does yeah i mean 3d world um, was one of my favorites uh in in the, in the in recent years for mario anyways um and it, it i kind of get what you're saying like it has this sort of weird it, it tries it's it, it tries to be a built like a like a 2d traditional you know level-based mario while also having kind of the feel of the super mario 64 type of mario game it's kind of like a weird cross between them in some ways yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't totally gel, which is kind of my 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 problem with it, right? Like, it was a thing that didn't bother me so much in uh, in three D Land, I think, because like again, like you know, it was one. It was working in the three D gimmick, right? Um, even even when it came out on the three DS, I remember kind of being like, oh, why didn't they just kind of make like uh, you know like a Mario sixty four? Like they put Mario sixty four on the DS and it worked you know pretty pretty good mm. um like why did they make a mario that's like it's kind of like yeah it's like it's a traditional like course clear mario as opposed to like a proper like sandbox Hub you know world. exploration mario right like um but it worked you know it worked in that in that element that like you know with a lot of things on the 3ds where it's like the 3ds is a very you know contained experience and when you're when you're making games for sort of a smaller like handheld device you know working in that 3d aspect that you have that sort of that three dimension of movement but at the same time it's like smaller and more uh like linear it works in that way um i don't know why they carried that through on the wii u version honestly yeah like it just it doesn't really work uh, especially on a bigger platform and a bigger screen um and you really feel it on like when you play it especially even now on the switch and like again like having after having played odyssey which i i imagine most switch owners probably have to, it, it 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 does feel like a genuine step backwards um hmm. but then there's the whole bowser's fury thing and like again yeah like it's again it's fine <laughs> like you know it's a fine enough little addition to it um it is sort of a like like there is sort of a weird disparity i think to it um just because like yeah like you know it's it it plays kind of, it, it it's this is the one where it's actually trying to be a lot more like Mario Odyssey right like just basic design like we we saw it in the trailer you know how it actually functions but like it just it again it's it's that weird like you know brick wall of the controls that just don't lend themselves to that kind of game hmm. you know 
every again like all everything feels floaty and weird like it 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 just it, it doesn't it doesn't feel as tightly designed as it needs to for that kind of game in terms of like like movement um and i don't know it's it's where i'm kind of butting my head against it but like you know but uh it's not it's not it's not offensive like i'm not mad at it or anything <laughs> like at the end of the day like it you know like I was saying, like even even the worst Mario's are still like solid games. Like they're not, you know, they're not. You're not going to feel like you wasted time with it. I think. Um, I certainly don't. I mean, as much as I gripe about the game, like I, I, you know, I don't regret the time spent with it. And especially, especially now on the Switch too, where like the Switch is is such a such a better designed console for like you know the ideas. I think that 3D World had like being able to sort of like you know put on like netflix or something on like you know on my on my tv and just sort of and you know have 3d world play playing it like you know in the back you know sort of like with my mind separated from from you know the show i'm watching and the game like yeah i think it works a lot better in that way um and and you know and yeah i think the same thing too like you know i it was one of those things i felt about the the wii u version where like the levels felt very easy and very like fast to, mm-hmm. to clear. Um, that's another thing too, where I was kind of like, you know, this actually does kind of work better. I think in on a, on the switch, just because like, you know, it's a portable console. So you can actually, you could easily beat like two, three levels. If you're like, you know, riding the bus somewhere or something like, yeah, like uh, oh, the Wii U walks so the switch could run really. So it's, I, I was really glad when they, when they announced this one for, cause this, this was one, one of my favorite Wii U games. So and I was waiting for them to port this one. So many good games have made the jump over and they've all been improved. I thought, by being on the switch instead yeah i i, I agree it's, it's kind of why i was uh you know part of me part of me part of me kind of hopes that maybe like color splash will make the jump over to the switch because that's another one too that like you could see how much how much stuff they took from sticker star to mm-hmm. put in that one and i and i knew right away it wasn't going to work just because of like the system that sticker star is designed for um but it's it's kind of like if, if they were to translate that, that over to the Switch, it's like a proper portable console. Then like a lot of those ideas will actually sail a lot further. Oh. That's fair. Yep. <laughs> so I have nothing to say about because I never played the original. Uh, uh, was it Mario 3D Land, 3D World? Three, yeah, 3D Land and 3D World. I never really got into them. They I tried them. They thought they were fine. I just never really got in beyond that. Yeah. 3D, I mean, 3D Land too. 3D Land was a was a bit of a was a bit of a disappointment, just in in the fact that like they didn't work in the 3D angle a lot. Like there were some moments where like you, if you turned on the 3D, like it was like genuinely like how well it worked. Like in sort of like the idea where you'd like go into like a bonus stage or something like like a little room that like on a two dimensional plane, yeah. there are like platforms that you can't see because of like like the way it looks in 2D but if you turn the 3D on like it actually gives you that sense of depth and right. you can like l- like you can actually land on the platforms better like it was a really really cool effect when it worked um you know and and it was one of the it was one of the more interesting games too because i didn't i didn't i don't remember a lot of games doing it but 3D land actually like they it had a f- it 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 worked the 3D effect from the 3DS in a way that like you could switch it between like like 3D that was like coming out towards you and like three that was like like going like into the screen right so like it, yeah it, it actually like it had such such like interesting ideas to to play with that like three like with the 3d and like and that sense of depth but like it didn't it didn't really do a lot with it which was weird 
Okay, well I got nothing but, then. Yeah, but again, they're 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 totally like they're inoffensive games. It's they're a, worth a play. It's still a Mario, like yeah, and it, you know, and you, you especially you, Chris. Like if you're if you're playing now, like with uh with your daughter, like you will, you know, you'll you'll have a good time with it. I think she'll have a good time with it too. Like, um, yeah, we we've pretty much exhausted to uh, Yoshi's World, Woolly World, so I'm I'm eager to get something yeah <laughs> something else in front of her. <laughs> As, yeah, as, so as, as good as the world was, we beat the whole thing like three times now. So, <laughs> yeah, and she'll she'll probably have a good time with it. I want to I want to I want to get my niece into it too, just because you know, I've I've you know I've I've given her a a, a, a bit of a love of Mario. Like she she you know she recognized she was like she was like like two years old and she like recognized who Mario was. Like I <laughs> I I made like I gave it to her like you know, um, and that was like going to be my little thing where like we were gonna like that was like you know our little like thing that we would share right like um having having no kids of my own unfortunately at this moment in time uh i'm 32 okay you got yeah, time so yeah i got lots of time <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i know and, and right now too like she's obsessed with cats so i was just like oh my god it's, it's mario and his cats it's, it's two things that she's gonna love yeah. um <laughs> exactly that, that's the pitch right there is the cat side yeah so um yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll, you'll get something out of it. Uh, stay, you know, stay tuned. The review comes out on uh, on Wednesday, so you can read all my thoughts about it. That's and uh, and that's that. Uh, Chris, you want to talk about uh, Altelier Resilia, whatever the hell it's called? <laughs> yeah, I've I've been playing through uh, Atelier Riza Two, uh, which is a series I have seen, but actually on the shelves at EB and never really gotten into. So I, I wasn't really sure what I was what I was in store for, but uh, it's actually quite quite good uh, so far. There's a there's a whole crafting element to it, and the battles are surprisingly fun. I I kind of thought it'd be more on the side of like crafting and whatnot, but uh, when you go into battle, there's a whole you know active time based element that's uh, that's quite fun. Um, and the battle music is a real bop. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've had it on repeat while I've been working late recently. And it's just, it's <laughs> not often that you get like a, like a good battle team that you actually want to hear on repeat. But, uh, no, I, I've always said that, that like the best, one of the, like the, the best hallmarks of a, of a good RPG is a really solid, uh, battle theme. Well, like, you're going to hear it so often, right? Like you need to, have, exactly. <laughs> you need to have something to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now on the thirst meter, I mean, how? Uh, I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned. <laughs> I will say, uh, seeing some of the artwork, uh, but it has not been as shameless as I as I feared. Um, oh, okay. I mean, your your protagonist is rather busty, but it hasn't really drawn attention to it yet. Um, so it's just anime. It's just the style, I guess. At the time, I've I've seen stuff from like other games recently that seems much more questionable so well, that's something in how now how how like anime is it uh it's pretty anime uh because there is no english audio on a scale of one to ten anime how it's it's a it's a seven to eight does it does maybe it nine does it have does it have the uh like the lusty like teacher who like drinks all the time and and hits on the students not again not yet there is a really strong um sort of i want to call it summer camp uh kind of cool. vibe pretty because good, okay. it's pretty anime yeah it's pretty definitely really short shorts and weird skirts as well i mean 
well, how the, anime are we talking? About? <laughs> there, the, there is a free DLC for summer outfits, which basically just takes like, like a few layers of clothing off, but not again, nothing too shameless. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, uh, <laughs> but nothing too shameless compared to some other things. It's not like uh, Ninja th- or uh, yeah, or it's not like Team Ninja so, where everything has bounce jiggle physics or anything like that. Oh yeah, that is weird. Yeah, nothing. Sen- nothing Senra quite and so, yeah, definitely not. Nothing so pervy as that. <laughs> I, I could actually feel. Like I feel safe having people watch me play this game because it's not that shameless. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I had something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this, uh, the the summer camp vibe because there this this is a sequel and in the first game I guess uh, Riza the protagonist and her friends have this little adventure and they've gone their separate ways and now they're kind of reuniting and she's off in this new area and it's got this really kind of wistful uh, sort of atmosphere that's reflected in like the 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 world music and things like that. It's, it's actually kind of nice to see in the middle of winter. Like it's bitter cold here right now, but it's nice to step into yeah. this sunny kind of paradise world. So yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's got more of a whimsical sort of feel than I expected. It's kind of nice. Cause I remember, I remember um, when I played uh, tr- uh, trials of cold steel, mm-hmm. uh, or what was that called? What was that called? Story of heroes or whatever it was called. And it's like, it was so, anime it like bothered me because like literally one of the, like the first things that happened because that's a game it's like i think it was like this it was like the second game in the series that had come out like it was uh on like psp or something or ps vita um and like because you know it's it's all like you know these these students in like a military school kind of thing right and like right away, yeah. There's like you know, there's like the like the lusty teacher who like you know gets gets drunk all the time and starts hitting on the students, you know. But she's she's not really being serious, you know. Wink, wink. But like, yeah, and then like one one of the one of the the things that like like I, I sort of almost like immediately checked out of the game when it happened was like they get thrown into this like trap. It's like it's like you know, it's like oh today's lesson you're gonna go like explore a dungeon kind of thing right but like it's like they get tricked and there's like like the floor bottoms out and they like slide down this ramp but like the main character who like you know like likes this this one girl like he doesn't re i guess they don't realize it's like it's all part of the the test or whatever he thinks it's a legitimate like trap so he like goes to try and like save her but like accidentally grabs her boob and or like or like lands on top of her and like you know when they all hit the ground and it's like he's kind of like it's like in a, like a pro- a provocative kind of way mm-hmm. and like for the rest like for like the rest like this like second like half of the game she like hates his guts and won't talk to him or nothing it's just like it's like dude context he was saving your life okay maybe he landed on you wrong but like you really gonna f- hold him to to task for this like I don't know it bothered the crap out of me. <laughs> It's just like this. Uh, this is this isn't how people behave. It's pretty anime, though. You got to say, That's so anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Based everything on how anime something is, if I like it or not. Yeah, the official CGM anime scale. <laughs> on a scale of uh, Pokemon to Neon Genesis Evangelion, how anime is? This? Yeah, how mm. anime? I mean, Eva's at the top. We're not going to something else. We're going straight to Evangelion. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how many not? how many fourteen year old girls are they trying to sexualize in this anime? How, how violent and sexual is the second ultra? <laughs> oh, I don't need that. Oh, I feel gross now. I mean, like, but you know, let's uh, all things considered. I mean, Evangelion is really a really good anime. Have you the rebuild series is just bonkers. 
I, I I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but like the, I've been kind of like working through the um like the like the original Neon okay. Genesis and like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they you know they there's a lot there's a lot of like theming in there that you like don't realize is there because you kind of like it's hard to get past all the pervier elements of it. But yeah, that's a that, that's a weird series. Like I, I I don't watch a ton of anime, but that is one of the ones mm-hmm. I have watched. And it's hard it's hard to recommend it because it, it a lot of ways it is a cornerstone of the genre. And it is kind of essential watching if you're really into anime, but at the same time, it is hard to follow and it's got convoluted different endings and there is right. that weird stuff in there, especially in the the end of Evangelion movie, which is just a total clusterfuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I, 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 want to, I want to recommend people to, people to watch it, but at the same time, like, please don't judge me. <laughs> like, I'm not saying this. Well, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> like, I mean, like, that again, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, that's like peak you know, anime of the animes. <laughs> okay, we're we're on a weird tangent right here. Yes, it is. It is a weird one. Yeah. Well, it's probably probably the probably a good time to uh, to wrap it up then. Um, on that note, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, on, that, on that happy note, <laughs> don't judge it's yeah, don't no judgment here. Don't tell people um, how I live. All all anime is weird. I mean, just just watch watch Kill La Kill. That is yeah. That one's fun, at least. That one's is, is more tongue in cheek about space, it. And I don't, I don't need that. It's yeah, but it's like it's. I don't know. I've always felt it's it's really tongue in cheek about all the stuff that it's doing. Like it's. I don't think it's supposed to be taken seriously. That's fair. But it can't. But you're right. Like if you look at it and, and you don't like and, and, you, and you try to like it, 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 it's like it's it's on the surface it's very gross. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but I but I'm fairly certain that's the joke. So I don't know. Um. <laughs> anyway, sure. thank you. As always, for uh, for listening to uh, this podcast, um, if you want to read any of the thing about any of the things we talked about, uh, you can check them out at cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on the socials, uh, it's uh, cgmagonline, the Twitter, Instagram, those happy places. Um, if you want to find me anywhere, you can check me out at on Twitter at ninjajordan underscore. Or you can check me out on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash ninja reviews. Uh, Chris, where can we find you? Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch uh, at Guild2Taps, where we've been playing a lot of Mass Effect and Andromeda lately. Nice. How you, how you, how you enjoying it thus far? Uh, in, in, in a few words, I'm liking it quite a lot, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it is it still broken or is it good? I see. I don't know. I don't know how broken it was when it came out, so I can't really say. That's a that's uh, a, that's just, just, for a different day. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube, like or like initial like Andromeda, like find like some Andromeda let's plays that are from like like 2015 or whatever, whatever it came out, and you'll see you'll see the fun times, <laughs> <laughs> the dark times. Uh, Brendan, where can we find you? Beefry twenty six on everything. On everything, it's true. Even on, I don't know, uh, MySpace, Quibi, Quibi. <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe you can imagine, you imagine, Brendan still has an active MySpace page. <laughs> I mean, I might. Who knows? Oh my god, with all those fun little like gifs <laughs> playing around. Oh, there's so many gifs and so many weird flaming skulls. You know, you need those flaming skulls. Lincoln Park is playing, and you can't turn <laughs> it off. <laughs> oh, such a oh god. Place. Such a is that hellscape place. still online? Jeez. 
I, no, I, Justin I, Timberlake bought it at one point. It got weird. I don't know. Oh, Did, wow. oh my god. Okay, we're you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get off the rails again. So thank you again for listening. Uh, stay home, stay safe, and wear a mask, and keep listening to great podcasts by great people.